Good morning. It's Saturday, May the 2nd. We're reading through the Old and New Testament in a year. And today's reading in the Old Testament that you're about to get to reading is 1 Kings chapters 3, 4, and 5. Those chapters are pivotal. We've got now a new king installed in Jerusalem. This is Solomon. Of course, he's inherited a kingdom that is prospering because of David, his father as a warrior and a military leader had expanded the borders and he then begins his reign and he does so by marrying Pharaoh's daughter, which is a political alliance, which unfortunately, as we'll see soon in our reading, ends up being a downfall as he builds these military alliances through marriages, which bring in idolatry. It's a bad scene as it unfolds, but here it seems like at least an innocent description of that. And uh, God then comes and says to Solomon, what do you want? Ask anything. And this is famous. We all remember this, I trust, that God says, ask for whatever you want. And Solomon says, I, I ask for wisdom. I mean, he's humble enough and young enough to know that he needs God's wisdom to lead the people. And he humbly says, I am just not, I'm not smart enough. I'm not wise enough. I'm not experienced enough. And God is so uh, pleased with that, that he gives him not only the wisdom that he asked for, becomes the wisest king of the ancient Near East, but he also uh, gives him all the other things that he could have asked for, riches and wealth and, and all the things that he ends up experiencing. Uh, we also see his wisdom on display after that with two prostitutes coming uh, about a baby and just debating whose baby it was, which is interesting. Even the uh, king, the, the fairness and the justice of being able to come and hear from the lowliest of society to deal with an issue of life and the sanctity of that life. And that's where he threatens to have the sword pulled out to divide the baby in half and discovers who the mother is. And that's a famous story you'll remember. In chapter four, we see the taxes soar. It's not presented necessarily as a bad thing, but read there as one in the kingdom, having these governors sent to the 12 sections of Israel. And you'd realize that Samuel saying, you're gonna have your sons conscripted into the army and you're gonna be paying higher taxes. All the fears of what they should have heeded when Samuel said, you're going to have real issues if you have a king. Uh, they're coming true here in chapter four. Chapter five, temple construction begins. Remember, God said David is not going to be the one to do that. Uh, Samuel, uh, Solomon rather is going to do it. And so Solomon is collecting all the construction supplies, which is a huge thing. And of course, if we lived in the ancient Near East, when we read this, we would see what an elaborate and opulent uh, set of building uh, materials it is that he's about to construct this temple with. So that's first Kings three, four and five. And then Luke 23, we're starting Luke 23 today, where Pilate hears the case uh, of, of Jesus. And of course the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin had delivered Jesus over to Pilate. Pilate tries to wiggle his way out of it. We learn that in detail in the other gospels. Uh, he finds out that he's from Galilee. Uh, Herod has jurisdiction over Galilee. And there's six Herods in the Bible. You need to understand, I guess, if you sort these out, Herod was just the name was given uh, to a variety of people that were leaders in this Roman, uh, as, as a Roman um, governors in these places from so far away from Rome. Herod Antipas is the one who is always in the uh, life of Christ, at least the grown-up life of Christ. Uh, he's the one who beheaded John the Baptist. Nevertheless, he goes and is heard before Herod and Pilate, and Herod becomes become friends that day. And Pilate then officially, uh, once he gets the case back, uh, condemns Jesus to be crucified. More on that tomorrow. We stop at verse 26. We've dealt now for weeks with the one another's. We've looked at this most recently this week, the one another's in context. And now I want to move to a number of commands that are given in the community that are not worded as one another. So I want to start today in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning in verse 12 
verses 12 and 13. And we're going to look at several of these in this particular section, this paragraph here. And you'll see they're not all worded as one another's, but how important they are for us to heed this in the community of believers. So I, let me read this for you. This is about your leaders. If you want to put this in a phrase, it's respect and esteem your leaders. It's always hard for a leader to say, as I stare into a camera about you uh, respecting leaders, but think about all the leaders that lead within the body of Christ. That's the picture here. And here's what Paul exhorts with the authority of Christ. He says, we ask you brothers to respect those who labor among you and who are over you in the Lord and who admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. So we're going to move through this passage and look at all the things it says for the one another's. But I would just exhort you today and admonish you, as the scripture says, to look at those who admonish you, who teach you, who lead in the church, and that you would esteem them highly, it says, uh, very highly in love, which means you don't just put up with them, you don't just tolerate them, but you learn to love them, even when you disagree with them, even when what they say, perhaps in their teaching capacity, stings a little bit. And even when they're just human and they say things or do things that uh, maybe are uh, not the way you would have done it, I would tell you, as the scripture says, uh, to think about your leaders today, your spiritual leaders, and to love them, esteem them highly, respect them because of their labor in the Lord. And that would be a good thing, as it says in Hebrews 13, for all of us, for you. And uh, certainly it's a good thing to make their job a joy, and that makes a joyful experience for your leaders as well. So love your leaders today. 